Hello, everyone. Oh, yeah. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is obviously the 4th of July, 2019. Strong hand. Be a unique beast. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Offended by selling. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. The five-digit realm. Okay. Always be learning. And we're going to learn a lot today. So I I, I was going to finish my fast. Everybody's heard I was going to finish my fast at 124 today. And then I didn't. And then I was like, I better do the show in a fasted state still, like 87 hours into a fast. And I'm starting to prep for the show. And Andy... I am. He sent me a DM and uh, I was like, do you want to be on the show? Are you around? And he was around. So like, bam, spur of the moment show with Andy Hoffman as the guest. Wasn't planned at all. So who knows what the heck we're going to talk about. Um, but I, I knew, you know, July 4th, you have a special show. I, last year we had the guys from uh, Venezuela on. This year we're having Andy on. So pound that like button. I know some of you are going to have questions for Andy too. So you can ask questions and I'll try to get to them and everything. Um, I do want to say, so it, it's obviously 4th of July, and you're like, well, why aren't you wearing your big? I got a Bitcoin shirt under here, okay? And I'm going to take this shirt off now, but always on the 4th of July, I wear this shirt. And uh, I've been doing this for years, actually, wearing this shirt. This was my father's shirt, actually, and it shrunk because he was he was a bigger guy than I was, and it shrunk over time. And I only wear this shirt on 4th of July and September 11th. So I had to get my uh, 4th of July uh, wearing in of this shirt. And I mean, there's so many great memories because I used to have huge parties on my roof. There's like a black spot right there. You can see it from the tar on my roof. It got so hot one summer when we were partying up there that the, the tar started melting. It was from another roof that wasn't done very well. We were running across. It's, it's row houses in Baltimore. We got people, girls, guys, all sorts of people getting tar all over them. And so I, it, it didn't go away. And this is a reminder. But under this shirt, and we're going to get to Andy, don't worry. Under this shirt, of course, and you can see in the pre the the picture for this. I made a picture of my dad and I for this video in the in the little preview, and he's wearing this shirt when I. And you can see me as a little kid. For those of you who like seeing me as a little kid when I had a, a bowl haircut, and you can see my dad when he was gloriously young. So this shirt was just sent to me. A bunch of new Bitcoin shirts. Or I. I was sent to a relative or a, 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 at an undisclosed location. And then they were, I had to pick them up. And so here you go. Here's a new one. The dude who sent me the shirt, he sells the shirts at a site that is it's linked to below. First of all, it's like a Bitcoin with a bunch of nodes around it. Is that, that's what it is there. I'll try to, I'll try to focus on that, but uh, we got, I just want to say the name of the site before we start talking to Andy. I'm sure Andy's very excited. He wants to buy a, a 4th of July shirt now and a, and a, and a Bitcoin shirt. Uh, where, what is the name of this site? Hang on. And Andy is linked to below for those of you who are not familiar. Oh my God. Where is the, uh, the, the, the well, the link is below. I already linked to the guys below, but I do just want to, uh, I want to say the correct name before we start. And then now this is everyone's lightning. What is this? Lightning hood, lightninghood.com. Thank you. And someone sent me Bitcoin, I think on July the 2nd, very generous de donation. Thank you for all the support. Thank you, dude, who sent me Bitcoin. You value your wealth in Bitcoin. I do. I mean, I really appreciate when you do send me Bitcoin. Super chats are, are great. Any any type of support, there's all sorts of links below. So now and wait, and tomorrow, Friday, 11 a.m. Baltimore time is this week in Bitcoin. So we got all of that out of the way. 
This is what Adam looks like in the middle of an at the end of an 87-hour fast. Who knows how long this thing will be? But uh, all the energy to yeah, pound it. So Andy, how you doing, man? Well, I'm good. I was going to say I hope you don't starve to death because of this uh, this impromptu show, but it doesn't look like you. I think you'll make it through the extra hour. No, no, no. I I figured that getting you on the show too because we we talk so naturally together. I didn't. I don't have to do as much prep. So I think I'm going to actually save a little time by, by having you on the show, even if the show goes longer. Because, I mean, there's so much to talk about. So people out there, oh, God, it's in our space, you know, even when a personality isn't trying to be a personality, people become obsessed with personalities. Now, there, there, now there are people like uh, Jim Jones over at, uh, at, at a fake Bitcoin, at, at, we're not even going to name it, who wants to be a big personality. But then there are personalities who just gain, I mean, People, they become controversial and people follow them and people make a big deal out of them. And you're one of them. You're a guy who, I mean, you don't care if you have a channel or you don't have a channel or if you have a Twitter feed or you don't have a Twitter feed. You're not trying to, you don't want the attention coming, flying toward toward you. But it has because you sold the Bitcoin and now you bought the Bitcoin back. And uh, people go, oh, what's this all about? So so t- t- elaborate a little bit on what's going on here with that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not a matter of seeking attention. It's been... A business of mine to be a public figure for 20 years, more than 20 years, back when I was on Wall Street, first in the energy sector, then in the mining sector, the bullion sector, Bitcoin, and now uh, I'm consulting in some of the old coins. Uh, and actually, it's just the two that everyone knows me for, which is uh, B-Rhodium and, uh, and, and MWC, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, no, I'm not looking for controversy. I've defended, I was one of the early people speaking from January 2016 about buying Bitcoin. That's when I bought it and I told people to buy it. And I uh, have believed in it as much as anybody. And when I did wind up selling uh, my position, it just as the Hoffman line broke in November, it was well documented. My reasoning, it wasn't giving up on Bitcoin. I, uh, I had made great profits in it and I was uh, protecting my future. At the same time, I had my position to be rhodium, which I believed in. Uh, and I also didn't even have the MWC project that came around afterward, which is an added bonus because I believe so strongly in that too. And uh, as the um, as we went through the bear market, it went down to 3,000 and came back, recaptured the Hoffman line, went above it, defended it successfully at the time of the Binance hack, uh, when the price literally went down to exactly 100 billion market cap. And uh, I've gained confidence back in it again. I've also gained more confidence in the projects that I'm doing. And so I thought it was time to re-enter the, the Bitcoin itself. I think everyone should have a position in it. Uh, I never had anything negative to say about it. It was just a matter of personal financial preference. I'm older than most people and have different financial goals than a lot of the younger people in the space. But uh, I'm, I'm in it in a big way, in three different ways. And uh, and I couldn't be more bullish about Bitcoin or the, the future of cryptocurrency. I think it's literally going to usurp use cases in all sorts of uh, financial realms from stocks to bonds, currencies, precious metals, and other other parts of our society that people aren't even thinking about just yet. Okay, so you always loved Bitcoin, but you had to take care of some fiat stuff. But then you got back for the family, and now you're. It, it was just ten thousand, like snapped it into your mind, basically. Like this is this is the time to get back in. I mean, it was, like like people want to know the real reason behind getting back in now. What was the because you could have gotten back in below where you sold but you why weren't you comfortable back then to get back in well i mean when it was below where i sold i mean then it was plummeting i mean it went from six thousand to three thousand and again i have to i have a financial future to take care of and i can't take a risk 
that let's say Tone Bays' prediction of 1300 is right. I don't have the same, uh, I don't have the same prospects in the mainstream world for getting paid as I used to. And if crypto collapsed, uh, for whatever reason, I would have less earnings power. So I had to protect myself. And now, you know, my now things are, are, are a lot better for me in a lot of different fronts. So I decided to come back in. I don't have the same size position, but I also, but I do have positions in two very um, big projects that I feel very good about. So I think that I'm covered on all fronts and still have a big cash position. That's all. Now, so it was, is it basically a confidence thing? You did not. It, you were you were worried that it was going it was going to drop to nothing. That you could be completely, you're financially ruined. So ten thousand really got the confidence back in your head. It was yes. It was risk management. It wasn't fear of Bitcoin. It was proper risk management for someone in my position. That's all. And I made it clear, you know. But if anyone says you did this, I mean, the, when people say stuff about what I did, I'm like, didn't you read what I said? I didn't say I lost faith in Bitcoin. I didn't say I, I lost money and everything. I just was protecting profits and looking at my situation in the world. And I, I explained it. I mean, the dollar isn't going away. Uh, it's it it's going to be slowly, fiat currency slowly being replaced over time, but very slowly. I'm not really worried just yet about holding fiat currency. So I have, uh, I have more fiat currency than I've ever had. But at the same time, I also have as much leverage to the crypto market as I've ever had. So I, I couldn't be happier. Now, so you see, Andy and I, we could be friends and everything, but we don't, we definitely have different perspectives. So you, I mean, you're saying you value your wealth in fiat, but what, what do you think of the guys like me? Do you think we're crazy to just be totally into Bitcoin? Like we no. want more and more and more Bitcoin. Well, I mean, I mean, you know me and everyone who knows me knows how much I'm as into crypto as anything. I mean, I have position in Bitcoin. I have big positions in B-Rhodium and, and I'm as leveraged to the, the MWC situation as I can get. And I do expect to have more Bitcoin in the future. I just don't yet believe the world is to say, you know, the, the, the statement of uh, value, wealth and Bitcoin. I'm not really sure how to interpret it, because if you if you need money to pay for things, then you can't because you the world doesn't accept Bitcoin as payment. You ultimately are paying in fiat. If you if you don't need money anytime soon or you're not worried about the state of your money, then, of course, value it in Bitcoin. Look, for years, I talked about valuing your wealth in gold. But ultimately, when you need to sell it, what's the price in fiat dollars? And since you have a long term time frame, sure, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Gather as much as you can. I think it's great. Well, well I'm saying it, you are partially using dollars now as a savings mechanism. It is your backup. I'm saying, what, what do you think? For me, my entire backup and my savings mechanism is Bitcoin. That that's I mean that's a good way of explaining my valuing my my wealth in Bitcoin. It just and, it and I was I was like that for a time. I mean when I sold it, my my liquid net worth was a huge percentage of yes. this in Bitcoin. And I didn't think, given my situation, uh, and again, it's not that's a bad situation. It's just I'm older and I have a family to take care of, and 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 a future that's a lot nearer than other people's uh, retirement. It was just a matter of risk management. Uh, but if I was younger and, and I had, didn't have as much responsibility, sure, I would continue it. But I saw the volatility and just executed proper risk management. There was a time, and you know, one of the great things about about Bitcoin is that it has changed my view of the world in general. I know I spent decades, like two decades, worrying about the collapse of everything, the collapse of economies, the collapse. And I wasn't a doom peddler, as you would say, but I was worried that the dollar was going to collapse and the economies are going to collapse and everything's going to collapse. 
but I don't have that uh, that pessimism anymore. And a big reason for it is because of Bitcoin. I think it's going to help transition the world into a better place. At the same time, I also have you know reduced my worrisome my worriedness or whatever the word is about the dollar just collapsing anytime soon. So I feel it's okay to have some as an older person some of your your savings in dollars, not necessarily weaker currencies. But I also have other. I also have a very big leverage position in crypto so i think i'm in good shape but if i were younger uh, and i i would probably have even more of a percentage in crypto than i do now yeah yes excellent pound that like button well with with the long-term perspective on these altcoins that you're holding um would you uh what's the how would you cash out would you cash out into bitcoin with with them and i'm not saying uh, just just down the road or cash out into cash well, I think I've always, um, well, I mean, like it's a balance. You always look at, at, at what where the world is at any time. But I've always thought of uh, my goal of one day having uh, more Bitcoin than I started with. I mean, that's, you know, that's um, that's what, again, there was never anything about what I've done that had to do with being negative about Bitcoin. And I would, I do believe I will be acquiring more over time. Maybe it will be from the sales of altcoins. Uh, maybe it will be from other purchases of Bitcoin. Um, but but I do. Um, but I, it's not a matter of I will only do one or the other. It really depends on uh, where things are in life. But I do expect uh, at some point to have my goal is to have more Bitcoin than I started with. And I think I will get there. There you go. So you do value your wealth and you value some of the wealth in Bitcoin. Definitely. Some of it. Yes. Uh, but I, I wouldn't. Again, you know, when you say I, there was a time where I used to say value your wealth in gold because I thought gold was going to be the standard of the world. I changed my view on that. Uh, now I, I think Bitcoin is going to be the standard of the world uh, currency, but at the same time, I'm not worried that the dollar will collapse like I once was. So I just I have different different views about quote how to value my wealth, but I certainly uh, will never own precious metals again, and I intend to have more more Bitcoin over time. All right, I want to read some things from the chat. Opsec classified sent a dollar. Uh, Planet, thank you, dude, and I'll read what you said in a second. Planet Musk vlog sent four ninety nine. At first, it was American independence. Now it's financial independence for individuals with Bitcoin. Happy for strong hand. Well, thank you for the 499, Planet Musk. And I hope you're enjoying your many Teslas. And OPSEC also said, my friend Adam, the Bitcoin Meister, come to the West. You can stay at my house and we can tour and meet and greets about Bitcoin. Yes, of course, I'd love to visit you in 2020. My schedule frees up. Let's, let's stay in touch about this. Let's see if there are any other questions out there there were no i thought people would have questions for andy you guys can oh wait roman q said bitcoin my bitcoin is true risk-free asset measure your wealth in bitcoin i i like it man value your wealth in bitcoin measure your i'm just trying to get more of them baby i'm just trying to get more so andy we got the having coming up in may now may of uh 2020 any any thoughts on that? Uh, have you have you thought about it lately? You're very busy with with altcoins, and we're going to get into that in a second. But uh, uh, what's what's your perspective on the uh, the the Bitcoin having? Yeah, well, actually, I'm only busy with two coins. Yes, and all my time with Bitcoin, Rhodium, and MWC, and we're we're going to finish by talking a lot about MWC since we're so close to the airdrop. Uh, but um, the having look, Litecoin's having its having in a, a month or so. It was discounted. By the market uh, in advance, and Litecoin is still trading at about one percent of Bitcoin. I mean, that's what it trades at one percent of Bitcoin. It had a you know its pump when everything pumped in January of 2018. Charlie Lee sold, 
and we've been at 1% of Bitcoin. So I, I think the Litecoin having uh, had its effect uh, came and gone and now we're past it. And now we're going to look forward to the Bitcoin having. The only issue with the Bitcoin having is the fact that it's so well telegraphed. So you could easily say, well, we just discounted it right now. The price just went from 5,000 to 15,000, 14,000 in a matter of weeks. Uh, or maybe it didn't because it's another, what is it, uh, eight or nine months away. So, and again, with the having, it's a very well telegraphed event. Everyone knows it's coming. Uh, it's impact short term in the markets. It's hard to tell, but of course, over the longer term, it's going to make it more scarce. And that's the whole point of halvings. The price of Bitcoin has gone up over time and there have been halvings over time. And there's definitely a correlation between the two. Here's something that's that's big that's been going on these last few weeks uh, that not that many people are talking about. Bitcoin dominance is at 63.1%. These altcoins, in terms of Bitcoin, their price is still going up in dollars every few days. But in terms of Bitcoin, they're getting destroyed. They're getting there are so many top tier altcoins that are being destroyed in terms of Bitcoin. Um, I mean, like it or not, it, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like Bcash, but it's getting destroyed in terms of its its B, its Bitcoin value. Same with BSV. Uh, do you think this is going to continue for a while? It, will Will there be alt season again? Right, and this is a topic we should explore at length. Yes, the price the uh, after the. When, we, when the bear market settled in last year, it basically hung around 50% the entire year, Bitcoin dominance, for whatever reason. I think there was still a lot of people clinging to hopes about a lot of these altcoins, especially the top tier altcoins, that they're going to do something. But as, as I said from day one, and you said, 95% of them have no reason to be here. Uh, there's, a, there's so many coins that were simply created out of the hype of Ethereum uh, I mean, look, Ethereum had its hype in June of 2017 because of the uh, the Bitcoin debate, the scaling yeah. debate. Everyone's all Ethereum's going to take over. And then you had the second wave after Segwit, where just a flood of money came in, and there was a whole bunch of pumping up schemes and forks and ERC tokens, and we're going to and and people just didn't care; they were buying anything. But the fact is, 95% of them from day one had no use case. So of course, in time, there's only only. I mean, it's so funny that we spent so much time worrying about, say, Bcash, when you just look at it and you go, there probably has never been a Bcash transaction other than to speculate, like buy it and sell it. I mean, never, ever, ever. And then you get one like Satoshi's Vision, which is even worse. Uh, it makes Bcash look good. And then you, I, I look at Ethereum. From, I, look, I follow this space as, as much as you and anyone. I still don't understand why Ethereum needs to be worth $30 billion. It's, it's just a, a platform for making other tokens and Anyone could do that too. So you go down the line and there's just so few out there that are worth anything. And yes, we could have another alt season where all of a sudden money floods back into altcoins because people just get speculative, speculative um, investments. But I, I think there's just gonna be a lot more discernment this time around. One, because people got so burned in it. And two, because there's more importantly, the whole point of the Hoffman line is smarter money is going to be entering the space now. Institutions and bigger crypto hedge funds are going to come in and look at what they're actually investing and saying, why do we have Bcash? What, just because it's liquid, we're gonna, we're gonna, no. They're gonna look for things that, that actually are adding value. And that's why the two coins that I'm spending my time and I'm so excited about because as, the, as I say, they have, in my view, viable, defensible use cases. Because again, look at them. Do you really believe, you, yeah. That all of the money that comes into crypto, crypto is going to be a new paradigm in the world. 
and yes. all of it's going to go into Bitcoin and Bitcoin related. There's yeah. nothing else that will survive. No, no, no. They're going to be. You said that there's a lot of yes. smart money that's going to come in. It's going to make smart decisions. I think yes. some of that smart money isn't as smart as they think they are, and they're just going to diversify for the sake of diversification. Oh yes, that may happen. They yes. may happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a huge. It, just like last time when a lot of new money came in, there'll be people that just want to have the next Bitcoin that they're used to diversifying for the sake of diversification. So there will be some altcoins pumping just on, on complete nonsense, just because there's uh, they got a good marketing team. They got a good story. And people are like, well, that one sounds good. It's on Coinbase. It's, it must be professional. It must be top tier. We're going to just buy into it because we need to have a diversified portfolio for the people that we're buying for. Because sadly enough, there are going to be so, so many new people entering, but they're not going to be really entering themselves. They're going to let somebody else manage the whole darn thing for them. And because of that, because of people's natural tendency, or they're used to the stock market, you know, people managing their whole portfolio, that they're going to come into this space with the same mentality. So that will help. That will help all coins. That the, the, the people's foolish need for diverse for people to ma manage their wealth and to diversify for the sake of diversification. That that's not what this space is about for me. You've got to control your own wealth here. But that's that. I mean, and that's step one. But most people are going to are going to step. But, but again, what this what's going to happen, Adam? Is we're talking about cryptocurrency become a major asset class. I mean, not only is it becoming a major asset class just because it's so great, but as I said, I think a lot of the things that current asset classes, major class do, do crypto will do better. I really think I've written about this many times, stocks and bonds are archaic institutions when you look at them, as is uh, fiat currency in many ways. It's I mean, fiat currency is not about to die yet, but it is uh, going to become slowly but surely obsolete in the world of crypto. And then of course, precious metals, which are useless in this world, and uh, and many other things. So there are going to be uses uh, for cryptocurrency that are not Bitcoin. I mean, there are going to be some uses because there's just so much money that's going to come in and so many applications out there. And at the same time, you're going to have, as you said, people will diversify uh, and some will do it foolishly and some will do it smartly because there will be smart things to diversify. Into. But for the most part, there will be a lot of money coming in. It will not all go into Bitcoin. But and most of it will. Your yes. point, your point, saying there are going to be other use cases for crypto, and that's why Ethereum has value. I mean, because building ICOs or build, building EIEOs or building, I mean, I was I was messing around with the uh, that that fork delta site, which allowed me to get the uh, Serenium crypto dividend of Bitcoin, which is going to be something like the BHEX thing if he ever does if he ever does the BHEX thing. Anyway, it's you could program stuff on Ethereum that involves cryptocurrency and that's what it does. And who knows what it's going to be able to do in the future. And that's why it has value because nobody knows what it's going to be able to do in the future. And there are people that say, well you could you you'll be able to program on top of Bitcoin with second layer solutions. And sure you will. But right now you can clearly Ethereum like it or hate it. You can do IP, uh, ICOs and IEOs and EIEIOs on Ethereum right now. So, I mean, that that's why it does have some value because of people's future. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree Ethereum has value, but it's, a, it's, it's to me a commodity. I think others, yes, it has a network effect. I think that it's going to be hard to defend that, that niche at $30 billion plus. Then again, if so much money is coming flying into the space, it could be worth $200 billion for all we know. I mean, it did get to 100 billion once, so you never know. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna get there again. I mean, it's yeah. gonna, it's for this. 
if the way the future is that cryptocurrency is, I mean, again, Bitcoin is going to be the king, but the whole space, as you said, they're going to be people diversifying for the sake of diversifying. It's going to be, they're going to be other options. They're going to be privacy coins. They're going to be it, it, for, for, for it to be as like the way we're predicting things, Ethereum has to be over hundred billion. It has to be over the Hoffman line. It has to be for this to be a successful, I mean, and it, and it says that because and Bitcoin, who knows how far ahead it'll be by that point. But for for the space to get as as professional and the mainstream as we're saying, Ethereum, I mean, like it or hate it, people, Ethereum will have to be over the Hoffman line forever. But, but whatever, that you don't have to, it, you know, if somebody else's coin or a coin you don't like is is doing well, who cares? Ignore it. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. You'll be in Bitcoin. So I think that's a a lot of the people in the space when they see you talking about something like MWC. They go, well, how can he talk about something else? How is he disloyal to, to Bitcoin? Don't worry about it, people. You hold your Bitcoin and Andy's going to do what he's going to You don't have to follow Andy. You don't have to listen to Andy at all. But again, it, when, when we're talking MWC, uh, that is the way it is being distributed. I love that because it encourages Bitcoin holders to hold, to have stronger hands. I uh, Something that eventually these big financial people are going to realize, they don't realize it yet, that you can get interest on your Bitcoin through the crypto dividend process, through forks, through airdrops. I'm sure there's there are many big people on Wall Street who have interest in, in Bitcoin who do not know what an airdrop is at all and don't know that you can get this this privacy coin that you can eventually turn into Bitcoin. Uh, so I, I, I again, I, I have no problem with what you know, talking up of something like MWC, it's it's great because in the in the long run, it's being and I want I want all altcoins in the future to be distributed that way. I think that is the best way in the world to distribute. So we for all the altcoin haters out there, it'll. But if you're a Bitcoin holder, you shouldn't be an altcoin hater, hater if it's being distributed in that manner, at least. And I I do hope that MWC and other ones, you know, set the example. I hope it does real well so that other altcoins do the same thing because I enjoy getting interest from just holding my Bitcoin and doing nothing with my Bitcoin. It's great. Right. And again, you know, you, you talk about the two coins I'm involved in. We'll start, b Roding was the first real airdropped uh, crypto dividend. I mean, there have been airdrops before, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Uh, like Bitcoin, which wasn't like what an IPO was just a secondary distribution to, to bring interest into it. But you know, B-Rhodium was the first one to actually distribute primarily as a crypto dividend airdrop to Bitcoin holders. And that's why I liked it so much. As it turns out, a year and a half later, they've done everything I could possibly imagine uh, that, that I wanted them to do. So I'm really excited about their future because I do believe it's one of the few defensible niche use cases. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But I, I mean, I'm all into that because I believe in it very strongly. Now, off of the heels of the B-Rhodium, uh, Chris Gilliard saw how that was distributed and saw a better way for Bitcoin and holders to be invested in the Mimblewimble technology, which he was one of the first people to understand. Mimblewimble is, uh, I mean, you've, you've been uh, around the shows long enough to have heard of it, and you know that you've heard a lot of uh, smart people talk about how big it is. I remember all my time in the World Crypto Network hearing about it, but not quite sure what it was until Chris, upon your introduction in January, told me about it, and I was kind of blown away by what he says, because what it comes down to is, Current Bitcoin blockchain technology works. It works fine. 
but it's it's inferior blockchain protocol to what Mimblewimble will bring because Mimblewimble will one be private, two make it 100% fungible, and three far more scalable. Which is why he, as a quote Bitcoin maximalist, believes very strongly that it will ultimately be incorporated into Bitcoin and make Bitcoin much more valuable. Kind of like when Segwit was incorporated into Bitcoin, it automatically became much more valuable. As it turns out, when now that I'm watching the space. Uh, Grin and Beam came out in January. Uh, the, the, the white paper was only, uh, you know, our registration ends on the 19th, which will be the three-year anniversary of the white paper for, uh, for, for Mimblewimble. So it's only a three-year-old technology, and you only have had these two coins that have been trading since January. So it's a very nascent technology, but it's really going to change crypto completely, including Bitcoin. The problem with these two uh, coins are Grin has unlimited supply, and Beam has 263 million of supply, and it acts. It looks very much like a corporation. Uh, I kind of, I, I'm not nothing against them, but from an investment, it looks to me more like a ripple, like a corporation. I have no interest in that. So Chris said, "Look, I can help make this, build this technology as fast as those other teams with my team. At the same time, I'm going to give it to Bitcoin holders. I'm going to give a, a hodl dividend like B Rhodium has, meaning if you hold it." And you don't sell it, you'll get uh, you'll get dividends for years to come. And I'll only have a twenty million uh, supply cap, and half of that won't be mine for the next um, you know hundred years. So it's going to be scarce. Pay a dividend, be given out for free. And so far, it's already shown that it has as much ability to grow the technology as the two coins out there. And so we have about two weeks left before you can register your Bitcoin. We've gone through great pains to make sure that all the errors that were made in that pioneering V-Rhodium um, airdrop from both the developers and user side won't happen to you. And, uh, and you know, claim your coins because this is going to be a major coin in our view by the end of the year when it launches. It is, it, the whole process is easier than the V-Rhodium. You guys uh, did, did make it better this time around. I wanna uh, ask about uh, how many Bitcoin have been registered last time you talked to Chris, do you know? Yeah, it was 33,000. I mean, it's a big opportunity because again, it's a it's not first come first serve you can you can register the day before the the snapshot on july 19th and you can also register you can be a, a super whale and register uh fifty thousand bitcoin it's just a matter of six million of the 20 million supply will be distributed and it and the amount is depending on how much is registered right now only thirty three thousand are registered so that means it's going to everybody if it stayed at thirty three thousand that everyone would get about 180 MWC for every Bitcoin they registered. My my prediction is that you would you're going to get sixty thousand registrations, and thus six million divided by sixty thousand is a hundred, and every Bitcoin would get you a hundred of them. But we shall see. I think there will be uh, as you get closer to date, more and more people are going to register because they know to that that if you move around your Bitcoin, you, you can mess things up. Uh, with the change addresses, so some people are waiting till the last uh, minute to, to register. Yeah, and what it, what it comes down to it is. It, all that matters is how much Bitcoin are in those registered addresses at the time of the July 19th snapshot. So if you registered an address that had one Bitcoin uh, and you then you put in a thousand more on July 18th, well, you have a thousand and one registered, period. If you registered a thousand Bitcoins in July, but then you sent someone a quarter Bitcoin from your Trezor and it went to a change address and you forgot, you might have zero. Of course, you can, you can validate on our, our website, say you can put in the, web, the address and you say, oh, okay, that coin has zero. Oh, that address is zero, or oh, that address has a hundred Bitcoin on it. But uh, just make sure you do it in time. There's no reason not to, because not only is this a free crypto dividend, but it really has the potential 
I mean, I, I've said very publicly, I believe that that the three, I call it the Mimblewimble Trinity, Grin Beam and now MDC, uh, MWC, I think that they should be worth somewhere around what uh, Monero is worth by a year from now, because it's uh, it's a superior privacy technology. Now, Monero has its followers, it always will, but the fact is that Mimblewimble, when it's, uh, when it's fully uh, developed, will be a far superior privacy technology than to anything out there. And it's clear that the, the market lately, and not many people, I mentioned this a couple of times, that Grin and uh, Beam have pumped lately. So again, it's it, that type of technology is getting toward, you can call it flavor of the month, you can call it whatever, but maybe some, maybe the market is realizing that is the best privacy technology. Again, let them compete. Let's see if Zcash is the best. Let's see if Monero is the not, best. No, Z, Zcash is, is not okay, the best. I mean, exactly. <laughs> that might be part of what's going yeah. on, that some of the people that were invested in Monero and Zcash are now buying those other two and they don't yet know that there's going to be a third. Hopefully, they will know yeah. for us for us Bitcoin holders. I Again, think I think I think Zcash is way behind even Monero, and Zcash is seven hundred something million market cap. That's to me that's low hanging fruit for the Mimblewimble Trinity. Again, we talk about how altcoins have generally not done very well this year, the uh, because Bitcoin dominance has been surging. But as I wrote today, and I have many times, the Mimblewimble coins have probably been the best performing sector in the entire crypto space better than Bitcoin, better than anything in a percentage. So think about that. You can get a free uh, version of probably, in our view, the best version of this coin simply by registering in the next two weeks. Now, again, it's mwc.mw. I want to read a couple comments. This is from Robert Hardebeck, who I met in person in Long Beach. He said, hello, Andy. You helped me get out of silver and into Bitcoin. Bob from Long Beach. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Barefoot Barry, who I, I, you know, he sends me shirts too. Thank you, uh, Barefoot Barry. He says, in 2017, I lost over two Bitcoin in ICOs. Oh, dude, you should have been paying closer attention to this show. I was telling everyone, don't mess. I'll never do that again. Well, at least you learn. Strong hand, BTC. Let's see if there, uh, there probably are some other comments here before we, we're going to talk about the Mimblewimble uh, technology in a second because, okay, Opset Classified said, Bitcoin Meister, value your wealth in Bitcoin. All other altcoins have CEOs. Bitcoin is the only true crypto, in my opinion. That's a good opinion there. Okay, let us uh, let's let's talk about the Mimblewimble technology. Uh, and you, you and Chris have both said that. Well, you specifically said it's good for to get this for free because we could see in the future that this might be implemented into Bitcoin. It's it's good to see how good it's going to be, and, and it is true. If it we we could test it out and see if uh, you know maybe this should be incorporated into Bitcoin. Right now, as everyone knows, I do not think. Uh, the, the MWC that technology will be uh, in it put into the base layer of Bitcoin. But you and Chris both think it, it will. Now, again, well, why, I, why don't you think that, Adam? Because it putting a privacy in in the in the base layer is going to turn off a lot of people to to Bitcoin, the, the regulators and whatnot. And it's just it's and and first of all, to incorporate Mimblewimble into Bitcoin right now, you need a hard fork. And we're not gonna. There's not gonna be a uh, a consensus hard fork saying, okay, this is the real Bitcoin that where that people were forking uh, Mimblewimble into. It's just it, it, the way it is. I mean, we saw what happened with Bcash. The grand majority said, well, Bitcoin is the real Bitcoin. If someone were to attempt this uh, with uh, Mimblewimble, making Bitcoin Mimblewimble on the base level, it, it, it would be the same thing. I mean, it, you'd have this new uh, Bitcoin Mimblewimble, I guess it would be called, but it wouldn't be the real Bitcoin. BMW. Uh, That's what we were going to call it first. BMW. BMW. <laughs> they want to get sued. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think I think there are legitimate reasons, and, and people will bring it up why it, there shouldn't be privacy in the in the base layer because that that could hurt 
the the value of Bitcoin. If there's an if it's optional in second second layer solutions, I think that's the way it's going to go. And um, and, that, and that may well be the case. I mean, Chris, what Chris is saying is he believes it it may it will make uh, Bitcoin much more valuable, and that's a debate. And again, he also doesn't believe this is going to be a near term event. It'll take time for it to be fully tested and for the mainstream uh, financial community to join in. Because again, I, I mean, you know that this is not about regulators. Ultimately, regulators don't don't manage the, the growth of Bitcoin. Uh, they are certainly to be watched, but ultimately we're talking about down the road, will, will the Bitcoin community believe that it's better for them or not? And we'll see, it will take time to happen. And yes, it does require a hard fork, but it will take time for that consensus to build of whether that is required. And you know what, if it's not, then it will simply be by far the best privacy technology out there, which means that the Mimblewimble Trinity coins will do amazing on their own. That's why it's so great as a Bitcoin holder to have it because it's like a hedge. In case it does something that threatens Bitcoin, you you win. In case it makes Bitcoin uh, better, you win. In case it just becomes a great technology on its own, you win. And it's all for free. Yes. All right. Let me see. There were, there were other comments. Uh, there were other questions I had here. Uh, okay. Long-term Bitcoin thoughts from you Move, moving back, moving back to Bitcoin. Just, uh, how, I mean, it's, it's, it, will it remain number one? Will it remain the king? And, uh, do you, when do you see, uh, the mainstream adoption? Well, of course it will be the king because it has, it, it's, it's, um, head start is so far ahead uh, of everyone else. And there's just no way that it's kind of like the virgin birth. It's, it happened once it'll never happen again. Uh, and it's going to grow and grow and grow. At the same time, it's it's my view that we're entering a digital age. So I don't really like to call it a Bitcoin revolution. I call it a crypto revolution. I think the technology is going to usurp so much of what the world has depended on. Bitcoin is the leader of that technology and will be the leader uh, for generations, possibly. And um, so I have full faith more faith than ever in the growth of the space. And that's why that's all I do and talk about and think about is the growth of the space. I just invest in it a little differently than some other people do, but I've done very well in it and I expect to continue to do well because I believe the space will continue to grow. Now, one, one question I, I forgot to ask about altcoins uh, that pertains to the recent Bitcoin pump. Could part of this Bitcoin pump, I was thinking about this the other day, that some altcoin people have just totally thrown in the towel, towel but want to stay in crypto, so they're just cashing in for Bitcoin. Well, I mean, yeah, there's definitely people who are exhausted from altcoins, um, especially now that it's been a time where altcoins haven't done well. Uh, but I think the bigger the bigger issue here is it's not specifically the Hoffman line, but it what but it was so important that 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 there, it showed a level of support where institutional capital can come in. And I think the world is convinced that that Bitcoin is here to stay. Uh, so some people are just exhausted from what they're in. A lot of altcoins have been very scary. And yeah, some people just want to be in, but they don't, they'd rather have less volatility, which is great. So Bitcoin is the perfect investment for them. Okay. Now, now recently, uh, some people have been very happy about gold <laughs> because it went up uh, $100 or something like that. Uh, since, since you know a, 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 bit, a lot about gold, any thoughts on the... I, one one thing you could derive from the gold pump and is that there are some people that are fleeing to safety at the same time Bitcoin is pumping. So <laughs> it, now is Bitcoin being looked on as a, a real flight to safety in terms of uh, people fearing a recession, just like gold had been in the past. 
Well, as for gold, it's funny that people would call it a pump. It's up 8% this year. Uh, it got to, it's $1,414. Um, it's, you know, that's where it was many years ago. And on an inflation adjusted basis, it's barely above its all time low right now. And even worse is silver. I, I mean, I was, I got rid of silver very publicly when I left uh, precious metals. And I said that gold will still have some legacy value. Hence the name of the company was Crypto Gold Central, but silver is dead. And right now the gold silver ratio is at an all time high. It's like 92. Gold went up to 14 something and silver is still $15, which is lower than where I sold it when gold was $1,300. So I think silver is just in a world of, of crypto and Bitcoin, it's just completely useless. Uh, I don't see any, any monetary value. Gold has some monetary value left because it's the big legacy asset. Uh, but when it comes down to it, you're going to see generations of people selling their inheritances of precious metals. I mean, it's going to be decades and decades of people inheriting it from the average gold holder who's probably in his 70s by now and just selling it probably for cryptocurrency. So I see I see no, no real upside for precious metals. There was a little bit of a quote pump. It went up you know, 10 percent because you had between the, the, the Federal Reserve saying we're going to lower interest rates and maybe we're going to go to war with Iran and basically silver did nothing and gold went up 10 percent. And you know now they're just settling in. Nothing's really happening. The dollar hasn't really moved. So I, I don't see I, I don't really see anything. Plus, all the movement in gold is all paper markets now. They're highly diluted. It's not like the investment the, the investors are buying bullion. No, they're buying futures and they're buying uh, the the GLD fund. Bitcoin and, and when but when it comes to Bitcoin, it it really beat, goes to the beat of its own drummer. It's growing so spectacularly and on, and so secularly. It really doesn't care uh, what Trump says or if we're going to fight with Iran or if there's uh, the Federal Reserve might raise rates or lower rates. It just crypto is such a huge, huge, huge. Uh, growth sector that's taking over the world. Uh, it, at times, it may look like it. And yes, if the if the yuan crashes to seven and below, you, you know you're going to see a movement. Because look, the big movement up came when uh, when when the yuan looked like it was going to crash, uh, and now that it that they said it settled down, then Bitcoin came down from fourteen thousand to ten. But it's resuming its upward movement. So I don't really think about it too much about safe haven. I just think it's it's the new money of the world and it's going to take some time, but it'll get there. I want to ask a, a logistical question about gold. If someone's got a bunch of gold coins and they want to sell it for dollars, they have to go to like some dude. Uh, they don't get the price that's listed on the computer, do they? I mean, when you no. sell it to a dealer. No, and that, that's what I worked for for years, dealers. And the problem with with Gold and silver is, yes, you have the market price, which is in the paper markets, but you also have the premium, which is now premium slash discount, because different coins have different values. They are not fungible. And that's what's so funny. For years, we say, oh, they're fungible because all gold coins, no, all gold coins are not alike. And all silver coins are definitely not alike because there's so many uh, different kinds of them. And you can't even authenticate their weight and how much it's, it's just, it's really kind of a mess. But the point is, because the, the sector has been so out of favor for so many years that there are less dealers. It's becoming less liquid. And so they're paying less to when you want to sell it back. I mean, someone told me they sold junk silver for like a 15% discount to spot. And really the only thing that you're going to get any kind of premium on is like the best of the best, like a, a gold or silver eagle. Anything else now you're lucky to get spot for. And I'm telling you people, as that sector gets weaker and weaker, there'll be less dealers and there'll be less liquid and you're going to get less and less 
from the uh, from, for your metal. It's just inevitable. That's what has happened and what will happen. This is, and I'm so glad we got to talk about this because I didn't fully understand that uh, until recently. Someone told me how hard it is that you really can't get the price that you think, and, and you have to go through a whole process. Remember, people, with Bitcoin, if you if you if you've been storing on Coinbase, which you shouldn't have been, but and if you want if you want to turn it into dollars again, you just you do it like that. The price they list there is the price you get, and then you get your fiat right 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 like that. It's so it's a very smooth process with no. Uh, one one uh, a, a coin a, a bitcoin in one part of coinbase is worth the same amount as a bitcoin in another part of coinbase it's not like these gold coins which are all worth different different amount, amounts and need to be inspected and it takes time and you're not going to get the price that's listed up there it, it's it, the whole thing's convoluted and, and wild i did not i did not know how, how it was to actually sell gold but again god forbid if you need to sell your bitcoin you get the, the price that's right there on that's that's the price then you get your fiat that's it. So it's it's a for those who selling precious metals is a nightmare. The only way it's not a nightmare is if you are having it held for you by a custodian, which is even worse because that means that you didn't have control of it in the first place. But for a lot of people, that's the best way of doing it because otherwise you have to keep it in your house, uh, which is then try to sell it from your house. I did. It wasn't fun. All right. Well, I, I'm glad we got. I'm glad we got that point out. Um, just, uh, again, I am no gold fan people as you know, and that's a reason why right, right there. And then Bitcoin is living gold's dream pound that like button. All right, Andy, we're at the end of the show here. Anything, uh, you want to add conclusionary remarks as uh, as you love? Yes. Yes. It is a real word. Look, uh, I mean, I, I'm the biggest crypto bull there is out there. I've also made some changes and look, when I first bought into Bitcoin, it was a small percentage of my portfolio. It's not my fault that it went from uh, 400 to 20,000 and became a huge percentage of my portfolio. And then there came a point where I had to make further decisions about what I wanted to do with my portfolio, given my age and the profits that I had, and also the opportunities that I saw out there. Look, everyone does things differently. And uh, I think Bitcoin is the greatest invention uh, of our lifetime, that and the internet itself. And cryptocurrency is going to continue growing at a exponential rate and bitcoin is going to be the leader it's that simple as for me i uh i am holding my smaller position in bitcoin and i am as as uh as excited about the two projects that i'm involved in uh bitcoin rhodium and now mwc as anything that i've ever dealt with and mwc is something that in the next two weeks by july 19th you as a bitcoin holder can get free just by going to mwc.mw and registering uh, your public addresses. It's very easy and you will get something that could be worth a tremendous amount of money uh, in a very short amount of time. Awesome. Good way to wrap it up. Positive stuff. Okay, people, I hope you enjoyed it. There, There's Andy. All these people asking about Andy. What? And there weren't that many many questions for him. Oh, well, you got to see it. He He's on Twitter. He linked to below the shirts. The people who gave me the shirts, they're linked to below. So click on all that. Brian, the UK Bitcoin master said, pound that like button, people, for the Bitcoin master. Thank you, Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. Remember, tomorrow, 11 a.m. Baltimore time is uh, this week in Bitcoin right here. And uh, have a happy 4th of July, everyone. Uh, I'm Adam Meister. Thank you, Andy, for being on the show. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below, pound that like button, bang that bell button. See you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Baltimore time. Stay cool tonight, people. Bye-bye.